Spirit God. Mm -hmm. Oh God, we continue to wait upon you. We continue to seek your face. Lord, you told us that we should seek you while you may be found. We should call upon you while you are near. Lord, you told us that the wicked should forsake their way and the unrighteous their thoughts. Oh God, we wait upon you. Teach us, Lord. Teach us the right ways, my God, so that we may walk therein. Father, we look to you. Help us to look to you, Lord, from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from you, O God, you made heaven and earth. O God, continue to lead us, to guide us, mold us, make us, build us up, O God, in our our most holy faith. Teach us to pray in the Holy Ghost, my God. Father, we look to you, we depend on you. We trust in you, O God. Oh, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Lord, for they are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. Let the King hear us when we call. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we depend on you. Oh, help us to trust in you, O God, even when we can't understand. Lord, many things about today, tomorrow we don't seem to understand. But we know, O God, who holds our future. Our future is in your hands. Father, continue to build us up, my God. Build us up. Oh, God, strengthen us, oh God. Give us the strength to run, that mind to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord. Teach us how to wait. Oh, God, as we wait upon you, renew our strength. Help us, oh God, to mount up with wings as eagles, to run and not to be weary to walk and not faint. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, O God. We thank you for your great grace. (coughs) We thank you for your tender mercies. O God, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, even these trying times. My God, continue to give us your help, Lord. Our help cometh from you, Lord. You made heaven and earth. Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we look to you, oh, God, guide us and keep us and mold us and make us. Fashion us, oh, God, in your image. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Pleasant good morning to you, you and you, Brother Brown here this morning. And it's good to be back. We thank and praise God for all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Today is Friday, 20th of March, 2020. And this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters Program. 
and we are going to be looking at Acts chapter 15. Our topic today, being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenice and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. The apostles, Barnabas and uh, Paul, as they went from city to city, state to state, and preached the word, they were now moving through various countries, various cities. They came through Phoenice, they came through Samaria, and they were telling that the Gentiles were now converted. We will see later where opposition continued to meet them every step of the way. And some opposed them so much, even among themselves, some who believed began to impose traditions of men and ordinances upon them so that it was necessary that hmm, a council had to be held in Jerusalem and the apostles had to send out an edict to all the churches. Yes, the apostles and elders wrote to the church sending greetings right into the Gentiles which were in Antioch, Syria and Cilicia. Let's jump right into our lesson today. Acts 14 verses 16 through 17 that we covered even on yesterday <coughs> tells us who in times past suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. So previously, God had allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways. He sent prophets to the fathers who told them of things to come. Yes, he himself was manifested in the flesh, preached in Israel, taught his disciples while he was yet in the flesh. Have them also go to all the cities of Israel and teach a nation of the Jews. He told them not to go in the way of the Gentiles nor into any city of the Samaritans. They should not go because their children must first be fed. Well, Jesus was despised and rejected of the nation of Israel. They, in fact, crucified him. At his crucifixion, the New Testament was ratified. It came into effect. It became effective and he now having risen from the dead instructed his disciples to go into all the world. Now they were brought on their way Paul and Barnabas by the church the people. Buildings cannot move. Buildings cannot speak. Buildings are places of gathering, assembling, congregating. But the church are the people. So Paul and Barnabas was accompanied by the church, just like Jesus will be accompanied by the church when he returns. You see, the church will be caught up to meet him, and then the earth will see us coming back with him. Let's get right into Acts chapter 15. It says, verse 1, And certain men, which came down from Judea, taught the brethren, and said, Except ye be circumcised, after the manner of Moses, he cannot be saved. Now we remember where the Lord had spoken to the church which was at, at Antioch and said, Separate me Barnabas and Paul to the work whereunto I have called them. Now there were certain others 
who were not taught, not educated, in fact were ignorant to the teachings of the church, who would go to different places teaching things which they ought not. And we have a similar situation here where certain men, which came down from Judea, began to teach a brethren saying, except he be circumcised after the manner of Moses, he cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. So Paul and Barnabas stood up, objected to the teachings of those who were not sent of the Lord, but went on their own, bringing their traditions and customs, they were around those who were, whose understanding were open, who had insight through the Holy Spirit and things of God, and they wanted to bring their doctrine into the church. Paul and Barnabas objected, had no small dissension and disputation with them, and they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about the question. There are certain questions that have to be um, uh, discussed in councils, in meetings, and this was one of them. And being brought on their way by the church, the church accompanied them. We've been taught for so long that buildings are the church, misled, misguided, deceived, misinformed, that many people have riveted in their minds that buildings are the churches, but not so. They are places of congregating. The church accompanied them through Phoenice and Samaria. And they, Paul and Barnabas, were declaring the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church. What do we have here? I thought the church was over in the Gentile nations, and then the church accompanied them to Phoenicia and Samaria, but they went up to Jerusalem. They were received of the church and of the apostles and the elders, and they declared all things that God had done. There is one church, beloved. It's comprised of people. One church. We only have this one church. And people, people are, yes, people, comprise the members of this great body. They came up to Jerusalem. They declared all things that God had done with them. They were received of the church. They were members of the same church. Oh, this is my church. And y'all can't go over there. We have a whole bunch of people, segregationists, separatists, people who seek to call discord among the brethren because of the love of filthy lucre, who will tend to separate the people, not wanting them to go and visit their brethren. When they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church. It's one church, beloved. And they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees which believe. You can have people who have their own political ways who will believe things of God 
but they want to put their salsa, their flavor in it. And certain of the Pharisees, the Pharisees believed in resurrection, angels and spirits, some of them turned to Jesus Christ. But then they began to say it was needful to circumcise the Gentiles and to command them to keep the law of Moses. This was what they were now saying at this meeting in Jerusalem. And the apostles and elders came together for to consider this matter. Jesus had given them no such instructions. But they wanted to perpetuate their customs, their traditions, and to spread it abroad that they might leaven the doctrine, the apostles' doctrine. They wanted to take control of the church with their tradition, their ways, and their fables. And when they had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, beloved, Peter was a man he was of the brethren. He did not seek some exalted position in the church. He was just one of them. So he got up and said, men and brethren, you know that a good while ago, God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe, should hear the word of Jesus, the word of the gospel, the word of God and believe. And God, which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost even as he did unto us. And put no difference between us and them. There is no difference between us and them. Folk just up in all kind of color and robes and all kind of stuff around their neck, um, imitating Rome, all kind of stuff on their head, cloth on their shoulder, trying to dress up to look like something. This is not Hollywood, beloved. This is reality. This is the kingdom of God. This is the church of a living God. You're not playing a part. We are a part of the body of Christ. Now you got to dress up and play a certain role and try to pretend and come over to people because they see you dress up in your, 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 your color and your, your stuff and you look and you make a presentation. The Bible said, by their fruit you shall know them. The only way we know you is by the way that you dress. The only way we know you is by how you dress. Your works say otherwise. Your work says you're not a part of this. But you dress up and say, oh, I'm the clergy. You put on stuff on your head, around your neck, and you put on different color clothing and stuff to be seen of men. But God put no difference between us and them. Like priests, like people, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why tempt be God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as they. We shall be a future realization of a past promise. Salvation. A future realization of something promised in the past. If we endure, if we overcome, if we get to the finish line, don't make men and women deceive you. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, his unmerited favor, we shall be saved even as they. Then all the multitude kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. 
And after they had held their peace, James answered and said, James, this was the Lord's brother. James, the brother of John, was slain by the sword of Herod. And here James, the Lord's brother, presided in the church that was at Jerusalem. He answered and said, Men and brethren, or even the Lord's brother, was a part of the brethren. Why do you think you're so special? Why do you think you're separate? Why do you think you're up and above all the people of God calling yourself angel of the church? You're not a man anymore, but you exalt. You're not a, you're not a part of the brethren. From whence art thou fallen? Why do you seek dominion in the church? Simon the sorcerer and others did the same thing. After they held their peace, James answered and said, Men and brethren. I wasn't talking to no angels of the church and all that kind of stuff. I was talking to men and his brethren. Listen to me. Simeon uh, declared, Oh God, at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And to this agree the words of the prophets, as it is written, After this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up, that the residue of men, the rest of the men, those that are outside the new covenant, might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doeth all these things. So James got up and he began to speak to them. He says, hey, listen. He says, listen to me, Simon. Simon Peter declared, O oh God, at the first they visited Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And the word of God agrees to this. The words of the prophet must agree with what you're doing, beloved. You get puffed up in your mind. Begin to think you have dominance in the church. But you don't have any word to support what you're doing. It must be supported by that which is written, that it might be fulfilled, which was written of the prophets. What you do, what you say, have to be supported by the written word. After this, I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up. That the residue of men might seek uh, not the tabernacle of the Jews, not the synagogue of the Jews, but the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up. The Lord will do it. I will build my church. I will set up my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church is not ruined buildings. The church is not buildings without the Spirit of God. God, there are no people in there. The Lord dwelleth not in temples made with hands. We are the body of Christ. Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the Lord? Wherever two or three are gathered together, touching and agreeing, I'm in the midst. We have people confused, don't know what to do because of the edict that went for it, don't know where the church is. You never was in the church in the first place. If you don't know where the church is, you never was in the church. You were in the building, but you never were in the church. 
that the residue of men might seek after the Lord, and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, say the Lord who doeth all these things. Listen to this, beloved. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. My love, my beloved, do you think anything caught God by surprise? Did you or do you think what has transpired caught God off guard? Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. All things are of God. The situation that currently exists is of God. The heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. What manner of man is this? Even the winds and the waves, nature obey him. And I saw an angel come down, having a vial, and he poured out his vial. Seven angels having the seven last plagues. It is written, nothing takes God by surprise. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore my sentencing, I've been asking you to read Revelation, the book of Revelation, for over six months. I've been asking you, the Lord is saying we should read the book of Revelation. I ask you to read the poem Jerusalem by William Blake, I believe. That they would try to set up Jerusalem in England. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore my sentence is that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles are turned to God. You always want to cut somebody with a knife, circumcise somebody. You always want to impose traditions and customs and all these things upon somebody else that you don't use one finger to lift. You want to put burden on men that you yourself not able to bear. You want to have dominion and domination over men. You want to push men. Turn to your neighbor. And say, repeat after me. You want to take control of men all the time. Telling people must turn to their neighbor and tell their neighbor, repeat. You got the mic in your hand. You want to tell them, tell them what you want to tell them. Because that's your words. If it was the word of God, it would have been written. I would have read it. I would have known what was being said. But you are using mind control techniques, psychological techniques, to control men, playing with their minds. It is with the mind we serve Jesus Christ. So we must let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus, who been in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But what did he do? He made himself of no repetition. He was obedient even unto death, even the death of the cross. You can't play with my mind. I got to let the mind of Christ dwell in me richly. Folk going to play with your mind. They're going to tell you to repeat after them. They're going to tell you to tell your neighbor this and that. What they want to say, they're going to have you do it. That way, you as an horse or an ass without intelligence are being guided by the reign of evil men. They will pull the reins, twist your head, turn this way, and they... Pull those rings. Turn that way and then you turn that way. Say this and say that. And then they operate through you. Don't let that happen to you, beloved. Think for yourself. 
See what the Lord says in his word. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. God knew everything and he knows everything that he's going to do. And all things are of God. What we're going to right now is it of God? Yes! All things of God. He created good and evil. He made the light. He made darkness. He made everything. Without him there was nothing made that was made. And when he had opened the first seal, we saw this. He opened the second seal. We Who opened the seal? The Lamb. None was found worthy to open to reveal these things unto us, but the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. But they taught their false doctrine that they would not experience these things. They taught their false doctrine. The church is going to be raptured. The church is going to be gone. God would never do that to his church. Hello, somebody. You still here? Why is, you should have been gone. So now you have to go back and apologize to all those people that you're misled with your false doctrine. Hello, somebody. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore, my sentences, that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles are turned to. You always fasten, interfering, putting your nose into other people's business when yours is falling apart. What's wrong with you? Get your life together before you interfere in somebody else's. But you want to go change what God is doing. You want to put yourself in it. God will remove you. Wherefore, my sentences, don't trouble them. Leave them alone. I tell people all the time, stop trying to control the reins of mankind. Just leave them. If it's of God, there's nothing you can do about it. If it's not of God, it's going to come to naught. But when you seek to impose yourself into stuff that's going on, you're going to make matters worse for yourself and for others. He says, however, but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood. There are certain core teachings, certain core concepts that we must adopt. Abstain from pollution of idols. Stop bowing down to these ceramic images. Stop your American idol. It's idolatry. They try to get you to worship other individuals. They try to get Paul and Barnabas to accept worship. They try to sacrifice to them. Abstain from pollutions of idols. And from fornication. See how many people go into jail for sex now? Their sex addiction causing them to be charged with different crimes and stuff like that. Abstain from fornication. You in the church and you're living like a dog. You're not getting married. But you're still here. You're there. You're up. You're down. Abstain from those things. And from things strangled. Meats that you are going to eat. They strangle the gold. The blood has to flow. The life of the flesh is in the blood. Beloved, one more time. The life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of that animal is in the blood. When you strangle an animal and you kill it and you strangle it and the blood don't pour out, the life of that animal is trapped in that body. You mustn't eat things strangled. Stay away from that. And abstain from blood. Beloved, you got a whole bunch of false preachers. 
telling you, it's okay to do. God say abstain from blood, leave it alone. But they have no faith in God. They are afraid of dying. But <laughs> you know, oh, you still got to do. The Lord say abstain from blood. Then it, oh, that's Jehovah's Witnesses' doctrine. When they don't understand, when they don't know the word, they try to tell people all kind of things. But they adhere to science falsely so-called. They into their false science. Their sorceries. Their witchcrafts. And they turn from God, but they try to collect your money every Sunday. Now, he said, James speaking, For Moses of old time, at in every city then that preach him. They weren't preaching Christ. They were preaching Moses. For Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. But now Christ had come. The old covenant was found with fault, and the new covenant superseded that which Moses preached. Moses was a type of John the Baptist preparing for the prophet that should come after him. A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you like unto me. Hear him. So Moses' work was preparatory to the work of Jesus Christ. And Moses testified that just like John testified that he was not the Messiah. He was not the Christ. But the Christ would come and he, John, was not worthy to unloose the latchet of his shoes. So Moses was the preparation, the time of preparation for the day of Christ. And he has in every city them that plead, that preach Moses. Then please it the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Barnabas and Paul, namely Judas surnamed Barsabbas and Silas, chief men among the brethren. Now you have to be careful who you send. That's why the Bible says, "Let these first be proved." People think because they're up in the church, they know everything. But no, we study together. We learn together. We learn one from another. The Lord don't put, no, he didn't put everything in you. He didn't put everything in me. He didn't put everything in he or her or she. Or, no, we are one body. You have the head, you have the eyes, you have the ears, you have the feet. You have, every part of the body contributes to the well-being of the body. There's no one dominant part, not even the brain. The brain can't function without the blood. <laughs> then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company. Men who were taught, brought up, instructed in the ways of God. You come with your old time religion, your old wine in your old bottle, and you want to mix it with new. It's about to break you apart. You can't mix old wine and new wine in old bottles. You got to put new wine in. So you have to be remade on the potter's wheel. And God sends circumstances and situations to break you, to mold you, to make you, and fashion you into his image. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. And letters were sent with these men to the Gentile churches. The apostles and elders, you know, it didn't say the chief apostle up in Jerusalem, but the presiding bishop up in No. You come with all your false things to put yourself up in some high places. They were brethren, the apostles and elders, and brethren. Apostles, because of their gift, their calling, 
elders because of their service in time and knowledge and all the brethren collectively send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles. They were apostles among the Gentiles. They were elders among the Gentiles. But we are all brethren. We ought not to lord it. Let me state categorically. You will not lord it over me. I will not be your servant. I am a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not your servant. I'm a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be ye not the servant of men. But we serve the living Lord. The apostles and elders and brethren send greetings unto the brethren which are in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. Listen to what they wrote. For as much as we heard that certain which went out from us, doctrinally they departed from Christ. You have a whole bunch of people who open in churches every Sunday, every Saturday, that doctrinally they went out from Christ. They fell away from the teachings of the apostles. They're not in the apostles' doctrine, but they're running their Simonized services on Saturdays and Sundays. They're services of sorcery. And by their witchcraft, they deceive men and women. Men and women are drunken with the wine of their fornication. Sometimes you read some of the things that you see going on now, written on Facebook and wherever, and you see how confused the people are because they are drunk with what you told them. You didn't tell them the word of God. Now they're confused. Saw one lady yesterday and she wrote something. I had to send her a friend request right away and send her the scriptures. For as much as ye have heard that certain which went out from us on the day of Pentecost, they did not remain and be taught. One day they were in the presence of the apostles. One day they saw certain things. One day they heard one message and then they ran off to their various nations and began to set up buildings and began to teach the things that they saw. They began to teach the things that they heard. They began to imitate and call themselves Pentecostals. The day of Pentecost was made for man and not man for the day of Pentecost. But it is the apostles' doctrine which was given to mankind to be propagated, spread throughout the whole world. Not a Pentecostal doctrine. There's more to the gospel of Jesus Christ than the day of Pentecost. For as much that we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls, saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. We did not authorize them. We did not sanction them. We did not appoint them. We gave them no such commandment. So what they do, they go back to Moses and Moses point them to Christ and they go back to Moses and Moses point them back to Jesus, Jesus the apostle and those that he had chosen and taught. So they try to take you away from the truth of the word back to Moses and Moses said, no, hear him, hear Jesus Christ to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good unto us being assembled with one accord, one accord. Speaking the same thing. Beloved, the Lord wants us to speak the same thing. Having the same mind, being of one accord. And this was what was happening among James and the brethren. They were on one accord. But you have these lovers of filthy lucre. I'm going to start the offering off with a hundred dollars. 
Don't let it be seen. Keep your filthy lucre and take your seat. Thou child of the devil, you have neither part nor a lot in this thing. It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you. You have not chosen the Lord. I have not chosen the Lord, but he chose us. So it seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you, with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. These men risk their lives, their living, their families, their houses, their lands, their health, their wealth, for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas. So Paul and Barnabas were the ones having the dispute with those who came from Jerusalem telling men and others that they should be circumcised. So what the apostles and brethren in Jerusalem did, they sent men, Judas and Silas, from Jerusalem along with Paul and Barnabas who shall also tell you the same things. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. There are some necessary things, no matter what the false prophets and the false teachers and preachers tell you. No matter what the ignorant men tell you, there are certain necessary things. That he abstain from meats offered to idols. And from blood. A whole bunch of preachers, they got to go get their blood. I'm having surgery, I got to go take some blood. They're afraid of dying. They just up there Sunday telling us to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. The life of the flesh is in the blood. But they're going to try to get somebody else's life in their body. So they're afraid of dying. Sting of death is sin. And your sin has made you afraid. Abstain from meats offered to idol. And from blood. And from things strangled. And from fornication. Preacher. Preacher. Abstain from fornication. Watch out. And you call yourself pastor. Lady, you call yourself pastor. Abstain from fornication. Get married. No matter what folk tell you. The Bible says, Now concerning the things we have he wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry, stay by himself. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication. To avoid fornication. And the manipulations that you do. Let Every man have his own wife, somebody for yourself, and every woman her own husband. God wants you to have somebody for yourself. When you go around committing fornication, Saturday night, then up in Sunday, you jump and down, speaking in the church and running around and pretending. You're not fooling anybody but yourself. Avoid things strangled and fornication from which if you keep yourselves, you shall do well. Fear ye well. No, you get married. Everybody know. Yes, you're with this sister. And you're sleeping with this sister. You're married to her. You made a whole world know publicly, I am married to this person. But you're hiding and committing the phone. Who do you think you're fooling? Who do you think you are fooling? You get up and you talk about your preaching and you're carrying on. You're fooling yourself. You're lying to yourself. But if you keep yourself from those things, you shall do well. Fear ye well. So when they were dismissed, they came to Antioch. And when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the epistle, which when they had read, they rejoiced for consolation. They were consoled. And Judas and Silas, being 
Judas and Silas, being prophets, also exhorted the brethren with many words and confirmed them. True prophets of God. Judas and Silas and Paul and Barnabas, they being prophets, also themselves. Not these prophets. What's your name? Prophet Jonathan Adams. What's your name? Prophet Michelina Brown. Your name is not prophet. That's an office, that a function, that's a function. So from you start calling yourself with some titles up in front of your name, you're telling on yourself, you're false. And we know it. We know. And Judas and Silas, being prophets also themselves, let another testify of thee and not thine own tongue. Stop bearing witness of yourself. What's your name? I am bishop. You're not bishop, beloved. Your name is John Brown. What is your name? John Brown. You might serve in the office of a bishop. You might desire a bishop, but you got to know thyself. And Judas and Silas, being prophets also themselves, exhorted the brethren with many words and confirmed them. And after they tarried there a space, they were let go in peace from the brethren unto the apostles. So they remained in Cilicia, in Antioch, in those places, and they stayed there for a while and then they went back unto the brethren and the apostles in Jerusalem. Notwithstanding, it pleased Silas to abide there still. So Silas chose to remain with those in the Gentile lands. Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch teaching and preaching the word of the Lord. Not Moses being taught every Sabbath day in the synagogue. Now they were teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many other others also. In, and it's not no one dominant teacher. You get up every Sunday about you go and preach. You study nothing. How do we know? We hear it in what you say. You have nothing to say. No substance. Not teaching anything. Self. But when you teach and preach Jesus Christ, there will be substance. There will be the word of God. And many were doing it. And some days after, Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. We go and visit the people that we have preached the word of the Lord unto. Not our own words. Not our anger. Not our disagreements with others. Not our feelings against others, but we preach the word of the Lord. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought not good to take with them him who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. <coughs> so Barnabas had departed from Paul and Barnabas a while back. And now they were about to undertake their second missionary journey. Barnabas wanted to take along John Mark. He wanted to give him another opportunity, another chance to redeem himself. Barnabas was related to Mark and Mark felt the leading to go back to Jerusalem. He of the book of Mark was now back with them, but Paul thought it wasn't good to take him with them. There are times we will make decisions. Sometimes, quite frankly, we will even make mistakes. But we have to make decisions. And Paul felt that it was not good to take somebody who did not complete the journey. The Bible tells us, No man that put his hand to the plow and looked back is fit for the kingdom of God. 
But God will also send men. He'll speak to them themselves and send them to do a task. We don't know the underlying reasons. So we must always be ready to reconcile men and women unto the Lord. And Barnabas determined to take with them John whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought it not good. And the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. So Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus, and Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches. The Bible says, offenses will come, disagreements will arise, but we have to make sure that our motives are right. Here Paul thought it not good to take John Mark. John Mark was free. John Mark went and he wrote the gospel of Mark. Barnabas wanted to take him. Paul eventually took Silas and they went. The brethren recommended them unto the grace of God, unto the mercies of God. And Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus. And Paul and Silas went confirming the churches the work that they had previously done. There are some to whom is given the task of, yes, some to whom is given the task of going about and doing work, putting in place things that should stand, leaving others in Ephesus, Antioch, Pisidia, leaving them in places and then visiting them from time to time. And this was the calling of the apostle Paul. And he did that job. Our time is far spent. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father and our God, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Lord, we glorify your name. Have your way in our midst, my God. Lord, have your way in our midst. You, Lord, take charge of us. Keep us, guide us, lead us into all truth. Father, we wait upon you. Lord, continue to instruct us, lead us. Have your way, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The Bible tells us that we are ministers of reconciliation. The Bible tells us we are ministers of reconciliation. You see, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. And we are given the calling to go. We are given the calling to go. This is a great opportunity to go. Many buildings are closed. Go. Go and tell others about the goodness of Jesus. You must obey every ordinance of man. We must obey the ordinances that are issued. But it does not stop us from speaking about the goodness of Jesus. Telling men and women who have never come to our places where we congregate. Never come to our assemblies. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Go. You have the right hands of fellowship go tell men and women about jesus christ because you are a royal nation you're a holy nation you're a royal priesthood go do the job god bless you in jesus name
Come on home, beloved. Come on home, won't you? Won't you please? Please come home.